At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses of All podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. You heard Luna's Coracle by Omnia at the top of this show. In today's episode, I explore the Corellian nativist tradition. First, we'll start with a few things. What I'm going to say next is obvious. If you haven't already, please visit the blog, goddesswant1.wixsite.com forward slash home. From there, you can listen to the podcast. I encourage you to spread the word of this podcast through the blog, the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, Instagram and Twitter at Goddess Vault, and TikTok at Midnight Star 2. That's Midnight Star with two R's and the number two. Here is the topic, the Corellian nativist tradition. This is how I began my pagan journey. I'm sure some of you have as well. When I was training, I brought all three books. When they required it, I organized and performed my first ritual. But like some of you, I took my own path. For those of you who know little about this tradition, I'll explain it to you in more detail. Let's listen to some more music. What about Poland Path by Elena Lowe? This tradition was founded by Orpheus Caroline High Corral in the early 20th century. She claimed to be a descendant of Cherokee and Scottish ancient witches and practiced as a clairvoyant, herbalist, and spiritual healer. 
1879, Orpheus founded the Corral Mother Temple in Danville, Illinois, and served as its head until her death in 1940. Orpheus originally referred to the church as nativist. It wasn't regarded as Wiccan or pagan until the 1970s when First Priestess La Vida High Corral aligned it with the Wiccan and pagan traditions. It was then that the Corellian Church adopted eclecticism and universalism. The church is not without controversy, though. For one, it's claimed as a family tradition. It's because it's older than Wicca. Remember, Gerald Gardner founded what is now known as Wicca in the 1930s. Another controversy has, I think, died down, which involves people paying to learn about paganism from them. With the advent of the internet, however, the Corellian nativist tradition has spread worldwide. I'll talk about another aspect of Corellian Wicca that is different from most other traditions, and it is the way that it is structured. Here's Mother Tongue with Ancestor Chant. For those who've gone before us, for those who've gone before them, we raise this cup in honor. For those who've gone before us, for those who've gone before them, we raise this Spirit Guide of the Week. I'm returning to Egypt to discuss the god Nefertim. He is the god of the lotus blossom, lord of scent and fragrance. Nefertim is associated with the lotus flower's lovely aroma and its medicinal capabilities. 
This also means that he is in charge of the fragrance's ritual, medicinal, and shamanic applications. According to legend, Neferton sprung from the primordial waters as a blue water lily at the dawn of time. He who is beautiful and water lily of the sun were other names for Neferton. He is frequently depicted as a beautiful young man with a lotus headdress and a scepter, a curved sword, or an ankh in his hands. Neferton is the son of Ta and Sekhmet. However, sometimes Neferton's mother was either Bastet or Wajet. As Bastet's son, he was shown with a lion's head and a mummified body. There is another myth that says that Neferton brought a water lily to the sun god Ra to ease his pain. What you can offer Neferton on your altar are the following. Flowers, incense, perfume, and essential oils. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week.
That's Dead Can Dance with Flower of the Sea. As opposed to most other pagan groups, the Corelli nativist tradition has some sort of hierarchy. They consist of inner and outer court members. Members of the outer court are those who have registered and are eligible to attend ceremonies and take part in temple activities. Furthermore, these individuals are members of the temple order. Priesthood is the inner court. It is made up of several members. These members include the dedicants, who are the first. These are people who have studied for a year and a day and are prepared to become priests and priestesses. They have the option of joining outer court or becoming first-degree initiates at the end of their training. Then there are others who have earned the honorary rank. These are pagans who come to Kurilin Wicca through other traditions as clergy. They have not, however, sought any clerical education. Next, you have students in the first, second, and third degrees of initiation training. This is self-explanatory. Those who complete all three degrees are now part of the clerical initiation. You can say that they are the priests and priestesses. This is Derek Smith singing High Priestess. Read. 
Here's a dream symbol to interpret. In this week's dream symbol, there are three. Talent show, tank, and tarot cards. If you had a dream about being on a talent show, it implies you are identifying and putting your talents to good use. If the audience at the talent show in your dreams applauds your performance, it means that you have a strong support system. If you had a dream that you were seeing a talent show, it signifies that you aren't maximizing your skill set. Seeing a tank full of water in your dreams denotes wealth and contentment with your existing situation. In dreams, tarot cards usually refer to your current predicament and mental state. A suit of wands in your dreams symbolizes heat, creativity, devotion, energy, courage, and the ego. In your dreams, any of the cup cards represents water, feelings, cleanliness, and your attitude on life. The pentacle cards in your dreams symbolizes money, social power, worldly wisdom, and your connection to the earth. And if a suit of swords appeared in your dreams, it represents your ideas, mind, intelligence, attitude, and opinions. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. When the
another myth. I like to switch gears and go to worldoftales.com. It's a story that comes from Canada and it's called The Tobacco Fairy from the Blue Hill. 
a man and his wife and two little children were living long ago on the shores of a lake surrounded by large trees deep in the Canadian forest. They lived very happily together, and as the game was plentiful, they wanted for nothing. As the children grew up, they became each day more beautiful and gentle, until the old women of the tribe said, They are too good and lovely for this world. Their home is surely elsewhere in the West. Before they grew to maturity, a cruel plague spread over the land, carried them off with its ravages. Their mother was the next to go, slowly growing weaker and wasting away before the eyes of her husband, who was powerless to save her. The man was now left all alone upon the earth. The joy of his life has gone with his wife and children, and he went above the great loneliness and sorrow. Life was long to him and dreary, and often he wished that he too was dead. But at last he roused himself and said, I will go about doing good. I will spend my life helping others, and perhaps in that way I can find peace. So he worked hard and did all the good he could for the weaker and the poorer people of his tribe. He was held in high esteem by all the people of the village, and in their affection for him, they all called him grandfather. He grew very old, and because of his good deeds, he found great happiness. But he was still very solitary, and the days and evenings were long and lonely. And as he grew older and his work grew less, he found it hard to pass time, for he can only sit alone and dream of his vanished youth and of his absent friends. One day he sat thinking by the lake. Many people of the village were around him, but as usual, he sat alone. Suddenly a large flock of birds, looking like great black clouds, came flying from the blue hills in the distance towards the shore of the lake. They wheeled and circled about and hovered long over the trees, uttering strange cries. The people had never before seen such large birds, and they were very afraid and said, They are not ordinary creatures. They foreshadow some strange happening. Suddenly one of the birds fluttered for an instant and fell slowly to the earth with an arrow in its breast. No one in the village had shot at the flock, and where the arrow had come from, no man knew. The mystery frightened the people still more, and they looked to the old man for counsel, for they knew he was very wise. The fallen bird lay fluttering on the ground, seemingly in pain. The other birds circled about it for a short time, uttering loud cries. Then they screamed and called to each other and flew back to the distant blue hills, leaving the fallen bird behind them with the arrow sticking to its breast. The old man was not frightened by the sight. He said, I will go to the stricken bird. Perhaps I can heal its wounds. But the people in great fear said, Do not go, grandfather. The bird will do you harm. But the old man answered, It can do no harm to me. My work has ended and my life is almost done. My sky is dark, for I am full of sorrow, and with me it is already the twilight of time. I am alone in the world, for my kindred have gone. I am not afraid of death, for to me it would be very welcome. What matters if I should die? He went to the stricken bird to see if he could help it. As he went along, his path suddenly grew dark, but as he drew nearer, a bright flame suddenly swept down from the sky to the place where the bird was lying. There was a flash of fire, and when the old man looked, he saw that the bird had been completely burned up. 
When he came to where it had lain, nothing but black ashes remained. He stirred up the ashes with his stick, and lying in the center he found a large living coal of fire. As he looked at it, in a twinkling it disappeared, and in its place was a strange little figure of a little man, no bigger than his thumb. Hello, grandfather, it said. Do not strike me, for I have been sent to help you. Who are you? asked the old man. I am one of the little people from the distant blue hills, said the tiny boy. Then the old man knew that the little fellow was one of the strange fairy people of the mountains of whom he had often heard of. What do you want? he asked. I have been sent to you with a precious gift, answered the little man. The old man wondered greatly, but he said nothing. Then the fairy from the blue hills said, You are old and lonely. You have done many noble deeds, and you have always gone about bringing good to others. In that way, you have found peace, and because of your good life, I have been sent to bring you more contentment. Your work is done, but your life is not yet ended, and you still have a long time to dwell upon the earth. You must live out your mortal course. You are longing always for your dead wife and children, and you are often thinking of your youth. And with you the days are long and time hangs heavy. But I have been sent to you with a gift that will help you to pass the time more pleasantly. Then the little man gave him a number of small seeds and said, Plant these at once here, in the ashes from which I have just risen. The old man did as he was told. At once the seeds sprouted and great leaves grew from them and soon the place where the bird had been burned up became a large field of tobacco. The fairy then gave him a large pipe and said, Dry these leaves and place them in this pipe and smoke them. You will have great contentment, and when you have nothing to do, it will help you pass the time away. And when no one is with you, it will be a companion, and it will bring you many dreams of the future and of the past. And when the smoke curls upwards, it will have for you many visions of those you loved, and you will see their faces in the smoke as you sit alone in the twilight. The old man was very thankful for the fairy's gift, but the little man said, Teach other old men how to use it, so that they too may possess it and enjoy it. Then the fairy quickly disappeared, going towards the distant blue hills, and he was never seen in the village again. And with his pipe and his tobacco, the old man went back to his dreaming, with more contentment than before. In this way, tobacco was brought to the native people in the old days. Mariposa puppy, your fairies in the morning. Bringing joy to everyone, springtime now is born. Cloak of morning, ladies touch, chasing out the sorrow. Gaily lifting winter's clutch, joy upon the morrow. Mariposa puppy, your fairies in the morning. Bringing joy to everyone, springtime now is born. Through the breezes, spring and summer now to 
The song Fairies in the Morning was by Ginger Ockley and Brian Henke. Before that, Sharon Knight performed Double-Edged Sword. This concludes the show. I am your host, Midnight Star. If you have a suggestion for a song, show topic, spear guide, or dream symbol, or simply want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, goddesswhat1.wixsite.com forward slash home, TikTok at Midnight Star with two R's, two, and Instagram and Twitter at Goddess Vault. Last but not least, I will play Witchy Things by Cloud the Pagan Rapper. Blessed be and be safe. Yeah. Sometimes witches just gotta do witch things, man. For real. East, south, and west, and north, the power of the elements I call you forth. Yeah. Earth, water, air, and fire, come help bring forth my desire. of the elements working with that energy it's amazing how everything connects feel the power in the circle flowing like a water jet docile is the motion power swirling around in this magical sphere that i cast for myself let me tell you which there's a better feeling than when you raise energy from the ground to the ceiling take it all in yo my levels are high feeling like i want to reach up and touch the sky keeping my attending the forefront of my mind i will focus on the power working with the divine see the spell follow through yo so know what it be and raise my hands up high and let the spell release east south and west and north the power of the elements i call you forth earth Yo, what's coming to fruition? Things I wanna see change for the better of my mission. Blessed bread and wine, offerings to the gods. I'm meditating and think for everything that I got. Winter shins now, yo, it's time to close it down. Releasing everything, thanks for sticking around. Snuffing all my candles, yo, I don't blow them out. But now I gotta go hard and make things happen for myself. You know that's right, yeah. You're a witch, right? Time to go do witch things. Yeah. Make sure you follow through with your spells. I mean, you could cast a spell to get a job. You ain't gonna get one if you don't fill out an application. East, south, and west, and north, the power of the elements to call you forth. Just saying. Tired after casting a spell? I know I did. <laughs> <laughs>